Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings, from premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts. Start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. Auburn fans and welcome to Tire Tracks, your source for Auburn track and field and cross-country news and discussion. Brought to you by the Auburn BCM and the Auburn Uniform Database. Visit them at auburnuniforms.com. So I'm your host Jessica Loomis and I'm here with my wonderful husband Kyle and tonight we're here to talk about the War Eagle Invite. So Kyle, welcome back after a long hiatus on my part. Yeah, why don't you tell everybody what's been going on while we've missed a few weeks. <laughs> I apologize, grad school has kicked my booty this month. Well, I mean, I guess we'll let you off the hook for this this one, two, however many track meets that we lost. Thank you. We have lost a few. Um, I hear there were some good ones. So, But the War Eagle invite was also really good, so I'm excited to talk about that. Not as good as what I hear about the previous meet, but we still have a few good things to talk but, about in this But you one. know what? We've got this one, and then we've got the pin relays to talk about. I know so. you're excited about the pin relays, but let's talk about that at the end. Okay. So this meet, the War Eagle Invite, was held on April 20th and 21st in Auburn at the Hutzel Rosen Track and Field Complex. So Kyle, you were telling me a little bit about the namesake to the track. You yeah. want to tell us more about that? And we failed to mention this on our last episode that we did do, because I think that was when the news actually ha- happened. But Mel Rosen was the head... Um, track and field and i believe cross country coach for a long time and before that uh former coach hutzel which is where you get the hutzel rosen complex name for the whole track and field facility there um mel rosen unfortunately passed away um uh, i'm not exactly sure what he passed away from but we did lose him and uh, that was a big shock to the auburn family um because he has been a mainstay on the program even though he is not the head coach anymore he was i think his official title was coach em- em- i can't say the word emeritus emeritus thank you <laughs> the tradition continues i cannot pronounce words on uh-huh. this <laughs> it's getting me warmed up for some of these guys names anyway um he unfortunately passed away and we're very sad as an auburn family to lose such a leg it's not just an auburn legacy it's just a track and field and cross country he legacy. is well known and like they were talking about today on the auburn um, athletics podcast about Coach Rosen was like a mainstay at the pin relays. Like he was an honorary, I think, official. Mm-hmm. Efficient. Beca- efficient because he is just that respected in the track and field world. So it's so nice that he is from Auburn. It is. So we're going to miss him, but we're glad for the legacy left. Absolutely. So back to talking about the War Eagle invite. So before this meet, 
the Auburn men were ranked 18th by the USTF CCCA, and the women were ranked 36th in the nation. So, Kyle, do you remember what the USTF CCCA Let's see if I can for? do this. The United States Track and Field Cross Country Association? You're missing a C. Uh, what's that C stand for? Collegiate. Collegiate. Oh, my goodness. I was so close, You though. were. I'm really proud of that you. That is the longest an acronym ever yeah. in the history of mankind. Basically, U.S. Running Association. We'll just call it that much. Why don't they just call it the U.S. Running Association? Because that wouldn't encompass, I don't know. Or just track and field. I feel like that would cover N- it. No. <laughs> she just Cross got country is completely different than track and field. <laughs> and if you're just a cross country athlete or if you're just a track and field athlete, on a soapbox. you would be so super irritated that's like saying soccer and football are the same sport you're wrong (laughs) i'm sorry (laughs) well you need to apologize to these athletes i'm sorry to the athletes and to jessica but back to the point of the men being ranked 18th in the 36th uh position that is not probably what we were hoping for but the men are kind of working their way up towards the upper echelon of the rankings here and we've got a lot of talent that's probably going to be kicking into high gear towards the end of the season So before we get started, let's talk a little about Wesley Curls, who received a huge honor. He received the Algernon Sidney Sullivan Award, which this is a national honor, which is a reminder of the noblest human qualities exemplified by Algernon Sidney Sullivan, who was a prominent humanitarian. Now, I'm not going to lie, Jess. When I saw the Algernon Algernon. (laughs) uh, name, I thought of Flowers for Algernon. Me too. See, I, I don't think that's related in any sense it's of the not, word. It's not, and honestly, I had no idea that this award existed. Yet again, a long name for a reward for yes. an acronym, something to, it's just long names all throughout track However, this is a huge award. So it's awarded to one to two individuals that are graduating from mm-hmm. Auburn University. So Wesley Curls and one other female got this, and the article on auburntrackandfield.com was really Um, informative and i just wanted to take a snippet from that article and talk about what they said about him so they said wesley curls is a native of montgomery alabama and is a senior studying biomedical sciences he plans to attend medical school and wants to establish a clinical practice his research between alzheimer's disease and type 2 diabetes in laboratory mice resulted in a potential casual link between insulin sensitivity and cognitive impairment reminder this is a senior in undergraduate, mm. and he's already created this link. So, obviously, this kid is amazingly smart. So, the article goes on to say, Curls is a Rhodes Scholar semifinalist and a member of the Chi Alpha Sigma National College Athlete Honor Society and Phi Kappa Phi. He's also on the SEC Academic Honor Roll and Auburn University College of Science and Mathematics Dean's List and a recipient of the U.S. Track and Field and Cross Country Coaches Association All-American Award and Auburn Top Tiger Award. So congratulations to Wesley Curls. That is a huge honor. We are so proud to call him an Auburn man. When you look at these lists of these accomplishments these athletes have, it's not, and not um, any athlete, not just Wesley Curls, I'm surprised with what they're able to accomplish with the limited amount of time that they have. Uh, because, I mean, this is, I mean, that's a lot of stuff there that you are part of, societies, things that you've accomplished, awards you've received. You've had to have been very busy Absolutely. throughout this training, performing in athletics, and also performing off the field in the classroom and in the community as well. So I think this is awesome that he is one this and very well-deserved representative for Auburn. Absolutely. And I'm going to I'm going to repeat what I've said many times this season, but runners, especially athletic, um, collegiate athletes, excuse me, are typically some of the smartest individuals within a university. Not to say that the other athletes aren't, but 
typically runners, they have to have a lot of endurance, whether it's physically or mental endurance. And we see this with Wesley, that he has shown both endurance on the field as well as in his studies with with his research. So. Yeah, so I'm really excited for him. Yeah. So, okay, now on to running, what we're here for. You want to start us off tonight? Yeah, I can get us start us off with some of the results from this meet. We'll start off with the women's 1500 meter. Uh, Francis Patrick finished 11th and dash 16th or slash 16th. What does that mean? Out of 16. Out of 16 runners. I'm trying to, I'm trying to uh, interpret Jessica's notes here, but yeah, I got it Yeah, that's what now. happens when Jessica makes notes. I got it now. So Francis Patrick with 11th place out of 16 with a time of 4 minutes, 44.1 seconds. Moving on to the 5,000 meter run where we've got three competitors overall. We have Brenda Kaigen in first place. We're not surprised with that at all no it's nice to see her back out of 16 runners with a time of 16 minutes 50.6 seconds joyce camelli another name we're common to hearing up at the top 17 minutes 19.2 seconds and then mercy kiprop fourth place out of 16 17 minutes 22.7 seconds so those are names we should all be familiar with if you've been listening to our podcast Uh, these are ones that we expect to do well each and every time yes and it's nice like you said to hear joyce and brenda's names again because we haven't heard them for a couple meets so Mm -hmm. it's nice to see them back Um, moving on to some field events we've got jacayla hand finishing second out of 16 athletes in the women's triple jump with a jump of 13.43 meters then we had Deja Hillman also compete for Auburn in the triple jump in an eighth place finish with a jump of 12.52 meters. So for the women's hammer throw, we only had one athlete. We had Erin Perkins. She finished fifth out of 18 athletes with a throw of 60.68 meters. And that's only fifth place too. That's I know. That's down. why I'm shocked. That's pretty cool. And you know I love my throwing events, which is why I love talking about this next one here. Just, you know, grabbing something and throwing it into the air as far as you can. That's just, it's, it seems simple, but it's also complex at the same time. It's very deep if you think about it. I oh, mean, okay. Sure. <laughs> it goes deep into the ground when it lands. There you go. There we go. I brought it all back. Uh, so for the women's javelin throw, we have Kylie Carter starting us off with first place finish overall out of 17 competitors with a 47.79 meter throw. Next, we have Peyton Montgomery with a second place finish, 45.73 meter throw. Kendall, Kendra Mitchell uh, with a fourth place finish, 41.35 meter throw. And Ashley Carter with a fifth place finish of 40.42 meters. Another long list here. We're going to switch over to another running event, the men's 5,000-meter run. And we're going to start off with Coleman Churich finishing second overall, 14 14 minutes, 17.7 seconds. Silas Kipinjik, I think I said that right. Hopefully. I'll believe it. I, I made it I sound. think we're pronouncing Silas right. So uh, Silas, is pre- we'll go- Silas K <laughs> finished third with 14 minutes 33.1 seconds and we won't go through the rest of them because there's quite a few finishes but we had a 10th 12th and 13th finish as well so moving on to the men's triple jump kyle you're gonna have to help me because this is the football man noah Igbenogany. you did it ah i'm so excited yes what y'all missed was the high five that kyle just gave me and we almost missed that high five too yeah so anyway it's a good thing we're not collegiate athletes <laughs> so noah He placed fourth out of 12 athletes for the men's triple jump with a jump of 15.01 meters, followed by Mark Rubalcaba with a fifth place finish of 14.81 meters. And you know I love my Noah, Igbenogany. He is just, I I love it when athletes do two sports, but I also love it when it's something they really can use in their other sport as well. Absolutely. Um, 
I mean, this is only going to help a wide receiver. Actually, he switched over, if I'm correct now, to defensive back, and they've still got to be very, very fast to keep mm-hmm. up with those wide receivers. So this is going to do nothing but keep him in shape, honed, ready to go to win a spot on the football I've team. just been very impressed with how it appears, how easily he has slid into the track and field realm. I mean, top five finishes, most of the meets that we've seen with the triple jump or the long jump. Is this – I need to look and see what this guy looks like because, you know, wide receivers typically are – broader very muscular men whereas triple jump jumpers are usually very slender muscular but usually pretty slender men so it'll be interesting i i haven't had a good look at him but i would assume just knowing the positions where he was a wide receiver switched to a defensive back so usually that means they might have a little bit more muscle on them a little bit shorter the wide receivers tend to be a little bit taller just by nature. So you're probably looking at maybe a little bit more muscle and a little bit shorter than you would naturally think for a wide receiver. Well, I'm just trying to figure out what a defensive back is over here. So <laughs> moving on. <clears throat> now on to the men's javelin throw. We had Justin Carter place first out of 11 individuals with a throw of 69.8 meters. So great job, Justin. Then we had a second place finish also for Auburn with John Putnam's throw of 65.13 meters, followed by Chris Stone with a fifth place fifth place finish with 50.69 meters. A couple of names we're very familiar with in there. Absolutely. Heptathlons, pentathlons, all kind of athlons in there <laughs> that they've been a part of as well. Uh, we'll move on to some running events for the women's 100-meter dash. Janelle Smith finished second overall, 11.28 seconds on that run. Second out of 39 runners. 39 competitors is pretty dang good. And then you've got Dominique Bullock bringing, up, it up, bringing it up behind her, seventh place overall with 11.73 seconds for the women's 200-meter dash, so 100 meters more. Natalia White finished first out of 52... Runners, let me say that again, 52 runners with a time of 22.55 seconds. And fun fact, so not only was this a personal best for her, it was actually the fourth best time that Auburn has ever competed in this event. I mean, I'm not surprised. We watched her run on TV in the SEC Championships for Indoor, and we saw how fast she is, so I'm not surprised at all. She's impressive. It's also the fourth fastest time in the country right now. There you go. So we have a lot, a lot to look forward to as this season wraps up with Natalia White. So, moving on to one of my favorite events, the women's 800-meter run. We had Presley Weems place sixth out of 35 runners with a time of 2 minutes, 10.3 seconds. So, if my memory is serving me correctly, that's a much faster time than the last time Kyle and I recorded. So, a few meets ago, but proud of her for, in, you know, for increasing her time or decreasing her time, however you want to think about it. <laughs> um, then we had Anna Guerrero in the women's 400-meter hurdles place sixth out of 15 with a time of 62.67 seconds. So just to put this into perspective for you, Kyle, when I was in high school and I ran the 400 meter and- You mean not, back in your day? Yeah, back in my day. Not to brag on myself, but I did make it to state on my own with my 400 meter time. My 400 meter time without hurdles, just running, no obstacles, was 62 seconds. And she did that with hurdles. So something tells me, uh, you know. She's darn fast. That's what I should tell you. This girl is good. I didn't want to say it, but you know. you know. This girl is good. Anna is another one that we need to be watching out for. Definitely. I, I don't know how people do hurdles. I just trip and make myself look like a fool. Well, you do that in normal life. Uh, anyway, another thing I'd make myself look like a fool in is the women's 3,000 meter steeplechase. We have Amy Hansen finishing first out of six runners 
for a time of 10 minutes, 55.9 seconds. So I don't think we've uh, heard of her before. I haven't heard of her at all. And to come out of the gate with a first place finish, like, that's amazing. The steeplechase is another thing I could never do. Jumping over that thing, landing in the water, running around, no. It's pretty interesting. It's really fun to watch. Whoever decided, hey, we're going to put some water in front of you, you know, for you to jump in, that's that's pretty entertaining in my book. (laughs) Uh, Moving on to Jessica's, one of her favorite things, relays here, we've got... Um, women's four by 100, where we finished first out of nine teams with a time of 44.03 seconds. Your competitors were Renee Shaw, Janelle Smith, Dominique Bullock, and of course, Natalia White. First overall, well done, ladies. Absolutely. So moving on to the women's four by four, little disappointed with this time. However, if, if I'm looking at the things correctly, it looks like maybe we've tried out some some runners in this spot. So we had Myra Mack, Catherine Boone, Anna Guerrero, and Danielle Springer. They placed sixth out of eight teams with a time of three minutes, 52.6 seconds. So hoping for some better times next meet. So moving on to the women's high jump, we had Caroline Lawrence play seventh out of 20 teams with a jump of five feet, five and a quarter inches. That's pretty good there. Even though it's only a seventh place finish overall, that's, that's pretty impressive. Seventh out of 20, though, it's not so bad. That's a lot better than I could have done. Shoot me too. <laughs> Women's long jump, Ja'Kayla Han and Dominique Bullock were our comp- competitors. Ja'Kayla got third with a, t- uh, a jump of 5.95 meters and Dominique 14th with a jump of 5.67 meters. Back to some throwing events. Tori McKinley with the shot put. Love the shot put. Sixth place overall, 15.65 meters. So then we move on to the women's discus. We had Ivana Muzarek place first at a 19 with a throw of 50.44 meters. Then we also had Tori McKinley throw for Auburn with a ninth place finish of 42.9 meters. We also had Raheem Chambers compete for the men's 100 meter dash. He placed first out of 35 runners. With a time of 10.4 seconds. Woo, 35 runners in first place finish. That is awesome. I mean, we're, we've come to expect this from Raheem, but that's pretty still good. Absolutely. Uh, moving on to the men's 400-meter dash, we have a, another name that we are accustomed to doing huge things, and it's just getting boring now watching him win race after race after race. Akeem Bloomfield, first place out of 36 competitors in the 400 meter dash 45.68 seconds i disagree it is never boring to watch an auburn person compete that is true first place i retract the statement it's just getting commonplace now to watch him win races and then you've got nathan allen second place right behind him with 45.92 seconds quite a bit of distance there between the first and second place if i'm correct in understanding time distance Mm, you'd be shocked 0.2 0.2 seconds goes by in the blink of an eye. Well, that's literally. That is, <laughs> I understand that. That is true. And a 400 meter dash, that's pretty long of a distance to have that close of a time. Finish, it is, so. yeah. So let's move on to Wesley Curls. I do want to talk about him in the men's 800 meter run. He placed fifth out of 24 with a time of 1 minute 52.1 seconds. Um, also moving on. To the men's 1500 meter run, we had two competitors, Jack Rogers and Alex Tucker. Jack placed second with a time of four minutes, 3.7 seconds. And Alex placed seventh with a time of four minutes, 8.2 seconds. So now talking about the men's 110 meter hurdles, which is always strange, 110 meters. uh, Xavier Coakley finished second out of nine competitors with a time of 43.12 seconds overall. We'll jump on down to the men's 3,000 meter steeplechase. If the other one wasn't enough, here's your steeplechase again. Silas Kippenjik 
I think I said it a different time, a different a different way this time. But second overall to five competitors, a time of nine minutes twenty one point one seconds, and that is going to round up the majority of our results from this meet. It's an exciting meet. So, Kyle, what are you most looking forward to talking about next week in the pin relays? Who well, are you most looking forward to watching, compete, everything? Well, first off, let me just say this. Even though I'm not a expert in track and field, I understand the gravity and the weight of what the pin relays is. So I think the fact that we're not going to have Melrose in there is going to be sad representing us, too, as, as a uh, coach emeritus. Uh, but I think if I'm looking for someone, I could go with, you know, Akeem Bluefield, Raheem Chambers, names that we are really used to hearing. I'm going to go all the way back up here to Brenda Kaigan, someone mm-hmm. that we have gotten used to the last couple of years we've been doing this show doing really well and i feel like she's kind of slowly come on towards the end of the year here and starting to really get back up to form so that is the one that i'm going to be watching well my pick is natalia white i think she's got a lot of things coming and i'm really excited to see her compete with her with her other um teammates in a relay form because yeah. we didn't get to see that this week so i'm really excited to see you're that you're picking the relay person for the pin relays shocker exactly <laughs> this is my favorite meet of the entire season year round so well, i've already got a... it recorded on our dvr they have to end it on a good note amen to that so kyle before we go where can people find you on social media to discuss your wonderful knowledge of track and field if you want to find me you can do so on twitter at tiger 24 And if anybody has questions for me, I am only on Instagram because I don't understand Twitter still. You can find me at Illuminate, I-L-O-O-M-I-N-A-T-E-8-8. So that about wraps us up for the week. So next week, like we said a million times, Auburn heads to the pin relays in Philadelphia, Pennsylvania for the final meet before the SEC championships. So really looking forward to talking about that. Good luck to our competitors in War Eagle. War Eagle. That's going to do it for this episode on the E2C Network. Thank you so much for taking the time to tune into our show. A couple reminders for you listeners before we head out today. If you're interested in joining the E2C Network team, make sure you give us an email at e2cnetwork at gmail.com, and we'd be happy to discuss that with you. Also, make sure you're checking out the variety of episodes on our podcast we have coming out each week, as well as our blog post on e2cnetwork.com. Specifically, make sure you're checking out Facebook Live sessions that we have called E2C Live and Auburn Fan Chat, where you, the listener, can get involved in the show and have your voice heard. If you're interested in connecting with us and giving us feedback, there are a variety of ways to do that. First, go online to iTunes and SoundCloud and Google Play. Please subscribe there and give us reviews there as well. It helps spread the show and lets us know how we're doing. If you're looking to find us on social media, you can do so at Facebook, Twitter, instagram and even youtube just type in e2c network and that'll get you there once again our email is e2c network at gmail.com and our website e2c network.com and i want to thank the auburn bcm and the auburn uniform database once again and thank you the listeners for tuning in each and every week it's always great to be an auburn tiger and war eagle